Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM, and this is where Robbie would usually say something like, hello, or this is Robbie, or something very Robbie-like. Robbie, however, is under the weather, so it's just me, JM. And, uh, uh <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Um... Uh, we just had our big, sorry, I'm moving a cable. We just had our big Devolver Direct. Uh, it was a smashing success. People really enjoyed it. It was a wonderful show. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on YouTube now. It's, it's really funny. Um, it's the fourth installment in our Devolver, uh, press conference series. Uh, and I think, I think this is, it, it completes the first season, the first chapter uh, brings everything. It, it's good. It's good. And every one of them is actually surprisingly good. I, uh, I, I'm always really impressed with them personally. Uh, and I think a lot of people are because it's, it's good. Uh, they're really smart. They're really funny and, uh, they're really clever. So that happened. Uh, a bunch of things got announced. We announced release dates for Carrion, uh, I think for Fall Guys as well. And a rough announcement for, um, Sirius Sam 4. Uh, so that's very exciting. A lot of cool stuff coming soon. And of course, there's the release of the Devolverland Expo, which is free on Steam. You can go get it and play it. And it is a, a video game where you break into the Devolver, uh, video game convention that is, uh, that has been canceled. And you go and you break into the, the booths and you watch trailers for the Devolver games that are coming out because we couldn't do a real convention this year. So we made a fake one for you, and it was really cool. Uh, Nigel was the mastermind behind that, and the good folks at Flying Wild Hog put it together. Uh, and Luke Vernon, uh, who's a member of our team, produced it and made it happen. They did, all, they did the whole thing in a couple of months, and it's really incredible uh, what they managed to put together in that amount of time. It's, it's quite good, and it's very pretty. Uh, so that's free on Steam, Devolverland Expo. Give that a shot, and uh, yours truly is a voice in it. So that's pretty fun. So that's been going on. Uh, we were going to have Nigel on to talk about uh, the, you know, his him being the mastermind behind uh, Devolver Direct, uh, the whole the whole series. Um, him being kind of the the core mastermind of that, and then Don Thacker uh, is the writer director who does really great work. Um, and then also talk to talk to Nigel about the Devolverland Expo, which again was his idea. He's a he's a mad genius, that guy. But he's got the week off because he was busting ass on that for a really long time. And he moved heaven and earth to make that thing happen. He and Don both did. Uh, and Kurt Gardner, who we're hopefully going to have on pretty soon to talk to, uh, also did a tremendous amount of work to really make that stuff happen uh, in a timely manner during these complicated times. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, really cool stuff uh, going on. Sadly, uh, the murderers of Breonna Taylor have not yet been arrested, so that's bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fucking deal with that is. Seems seems pretty straightforward. They murdered a woman. They murdered an EMT in her bed, uh, and and they're not in trouble for that at all. So that's bullshit. Uh, I look forward to not being able to say that on the forecast anymore because um, <clears throat> because hopefully one day 
those fuckers will be arrested. Moving right along, uh, I don't really know what to do uh, by myself, talk by myself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some questions that I have answered off of the Devolver Discord. You can go to our Discord, uh, discord.gg or whatever it is that you do for all the Devolver. You know, they all have the same thing. And then it's Devolver Digital. Uh, come join us and uh, be a part of uh, be a part of our Discord. Uh, you can you can read my snarky answers yourself, or you can hear me answering questions uh, now because that's what I'm going to do for a little while. So, if you're not interested in hearing the kind of questions that people ask in the Discord and my answers to them, which are not entirely snarky, I do try to to give sincere answers. It's kind of it's tricky because people ask silly questions and you got to like, I try to balance my answers between giving them information, but also not just, you'll see. Um, but I do try to take people seriously and, uh, and I, I hope you, I hope you, if you have some questions, come on over to the discord, become someone, ask the questions and, uh, and, uh, I look forward to answering them for you. Uh, and also, scroll around and see if your question has already been answered. A lot of questions have already been asked. There's a search bar on Discord. You can search for keywords and see if uh, see if your question's been answered. No, we don't do tech support. So let's, uh, let's go. I'm going to start at June 4th, 2019. First question. Oh, also, if you're not interested in this, this is going to be the forecast. So, you know, <laughs> if you're not interested in this, I understand if you tune out. Uh, but if you're just looking for some background noise and you don't mind just my voice without the lovely lilt of Robbie the Man Patterson, um, <clears throat> then, uh, then I'll just do this and be the background for you. SP asks, what's your favorite looking Devolver game? To which I said, Gris. Bradboy26 asked, what is your favorite video game art style? To which I answered, the one that best matches the game's style. Domo Origato, is pixel art overrated? And I said, no. Earl Lumberjocks, is there a possibility of hosting an AMA with any of the dev teams? JM says, that has always been my plan, but looking at the quality of most of the questions, I don't think it would be much fun for them. Apparently, I had been answering a lot of snarky questions at the time. Oh, so rude. AGW uh, has a little Pikuniku emoji. And then says, what if DeVovo create an animated adaptation for one of your games? And I said, that's a gibberish question. Please stop. Uh, Puppy says, can I have Pedro now? To which I said, no. Annoyed Loki, why do you do this to yourself? A. Oh, answer. A. Me. I don't. You do it. Maybe you could stop, huh? Oh my goodness. Apparently there was a lot of snark back then. <laughs> There was a there was a period where there was a lot of snarky questions and I had to we had to kind of shut it down for a while because I was getting very clearly annoyed by them. Um, so maybe this podcast isn't in the best interest. They get better. They uh, they get better and I get <clears throat> less rude. At JZR says, what would you say are Devolver Digital's core values? To which I answered, thanks for that wonderful question. To put the answer succinctly, I would say, be excellent to each other and party on. We value basic human decency, professional integrity, and artistic vision. 
We believe that it is possible to succeed in this world without devouring everything in sight. And so I suppose I would say that the word enough has always had a healthy has always had a healthy place in Devolver's vocabulary. There is not frantic, rapid expansion in a desire to consume ever more and more. And actually, probably one of the things that I loved most when I first started working for Devolver was, and maybe it was just me, you know, projecting my desires, but it really does, and, you know, over the years I've seen it to be true, there really does seem to be a sense of enough. Um... Not to say that we haven't had too much on our plate from time to time, but overall there is a, a sense of enoughness. You know, there's Devolver does well, but we don't have to we don't need to, you know, loot loot box, you know, for people. We don't need to, to prey on people. We don't need to engage in predatory practices. Um you know, we, we're, we're trying, I mean, it's a business. We're trying to make money. We're trying to do well. We're trying to make money for the artists that we represent. You know, it's 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 a, it's a business. There's, you know, that's just, there's nothing wrong with that. And we do stuff that we like and we do stuff that we care about. Um, but yeah, there really is that sense of enough. And that is, has always been one of my favorite things about Devolver. Um, so there's that. <clears throat> June 4th, 2019, the pig head asks, have you met Robin Fink? And I said, yes, a couple of times. Some guy XG3, how many of these questions do you think will be deleted? A lot. Oh, I shouldn't read these. This is from back. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pause and get a drink of water. So the way that we used to do it was the questions channel, everyone could see it, and they could see the questions that were asked. And so they would kind of, folks would kind of pile on with, like, questions and then joke questions about those questions and then other joke questions. So I, uh, it was a little frustrating because it was just all jokes. And when it's all jokes, it's hard to know... Not when it's all jokes, when it's a lot of jokes. It's hard to know when people are being sincere. So, like, this person is, you mean, why are you suppressing the public? Uh, and I said, because a vocal minority of the public keeps asking insipid, off-topic questions. Uh, would you ever consider making a Devolver Digital TV series if someone like Netflix approached you? Sure. Whatever. That's sure. Uh... 8-Bit Samurai, Eider at E3? Nope. Sorry, friend. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now we're creeping up on, apparently, when observation... <laughs> Let's see. Back in the day when observation appeared on the Steam store, you guys had a stream running where it switches the camera feeds of observation station. Would it be possible to send me the video to use as a wallpaper? And I said, maybe ask again after E3. I don't have the bandwidth to go searching for that right now. Uh, Cold Comfort asked, does Devolver ever actually answer the questions from this chat? And I said, yes, yes, I do. Robokai, any word on the parking lot event V3 this year, or is that sort of thing over? It's still what we do. Fluffykins, does anybody have a security technical contact for Devolver? I've tried sending an email to support, but haven't heard anything back. No, we are a publisher. Not sure what security technical questions you could have. Also, we don't have a support contact either, so I have no idea who you emailed. Uh, we do have support now, but uh, we didn't then, or at least to my knowledge. Why don't you guys have an office? Because we all live far away from each other, and offices make work too worky for most of Devolver's sensibilities. Cthulhu13, is there an ETA on when the merch section of the store will be back? Nope. The merch store was down for a long while, 
It's back up now, though, so you can buy stuff now. Eagle Riv. Can we suggest to the publisher Devolver a game they can possibly back up? An indie studio game it, that's on PC currently and looking to hit PS4. Thank. And I said, nah, we've got enough on our plate right now. June 6th, 2019. Annoyed Loki. Can I have a pet Pedro? And I said, just go buy a banana. Deleted user. Whatever happened to Eider? And I said, it's still shuffling along. At Volva. <laughs> Classy. Said, will there be an offside E3 tent similar to years in the past this year? And I said, yep. Noisy said, hey, JM, anything new is happening? Because the last thing I heard was that you auditioned for a cartoon or something. And I said, um, I don't remember what that's referencing, but I'm not in any cartoons and mostly getting ready for E3 lately. At Johnny said, so you guys are still developing Serious Sam 4? And I said, we have never been developing Serious Sam 4. That's Crow Team. But yes, they're still doing that thing that they publicly said that they are doing. Alan, will my friend Pedro run better on computer or the Switch? And is it better for controller or keyboard and mouse? And I said it should work fine on both, and that's a personal choice, homie. Because it is. Apex Null. When's Katana Zero dropping in Australia? We're still waiting it out after it's now past censorship. And I said that it should be before the end of the month. Zubs asks, do TV networks and streaming services have good enough taste to pick up a Devolver Digital Press Conference TV show? And I said, uh, no, yes. This feels like a loaded question. Dugan Man, I know Crow Team won't be at E3, but since you guys will be there, is there any chance we can see Serious Sam Collection on PS4? And I said, nope. Will my friend Pedro have a purchasable soundtrack? Asks Noisy, and I said, most likely, yes. Opai Lover, do you think that Google Stadia will work? And I said, we'll all find out together, won't we? Noisy, is Denaton Games making another game? And I said, Google that shit. Real Bad said, can you tell me what Flying Wild Hog is working on? And I said, nope, with a smiley face. But now you know what they've been working on. It was Shadow Warrior 3. Big shocker there. Opie Lover, if you hate E3, why did you attend it twice? And I said, who hates E3? You mean like Devolver as a company? We don't hate it, and we've been like nine times. It's a video game business expo, and we're a video game business, so shrug. Noisy, will you announce new merch at the E3 conference? Unlikely. Also, can you tell Dodge Roll Brent to get back to work? Get back to work. And I said, nope, not how this works. Have you ever thought of making a Smash Bros. kind of game for all your owned IPs to have a collab game? And I said, we don't make games. Striking Darkness said, will there ever be a Devolver analog? And I said, yeah, it's called merch. Ginger, how is everything about Devolver true and not true at the same time? I don't know what to believe anymore. And I said, uh, I don't know. I guess that's just the human condition, huh? At Rasmus, how did it all start, and how did you start your career? And I said, who, me or Devolver? And I don't think they ever replied again. Domo Origato, will people ever realize you guys are not developers? And I said, they realize. One at a time, they realize. Will the Devolver cryptocurrency get revived? And I said, I don't know, maybe when the merch store goes back up. Has there been a game we regret publishing? Nope. Plenty of learning opportunities, but no regrets. Has there been any games you've been wanting to publish, but you just couldn't? And I said, plenty. 
We're a small company with limited resources, so we have to limit ourselves and be choosy. Also, sometimes devs decide to self-publish, and good for them if they do so. Funky Merman asks, Can I buy a Dropsy plushie directly for my birthday due to the store being down? Gladly provide an email for invoice, and I said, Nope, sorry, the issue is with production and distribution, so it's all locked up right now. Cheesy Dibbles, what in your opinion is the worst and best part of being a video game publisher? And were there any unexpected bumps when getting started you didn't expect? And I said, I don't know about the worst part, but the best part is getting to meet all kinds of amazing artists and people creating interesting and worthwhile games. As for unexpected bumps, the core team of devolvers that started the company were all longtime industry veterans, so they entered into it with a plan to take things slow and steady. That being said, there's always bumps along the path. Emil, hi. Since it's the Devolver Digital 10th anniversary and you're doing a sale on Nintendo Switch, I'm wondering if you're planning to do a sale on PlayStation. I want to play Observation so much, but right now I'm going to wait for a lower price. And I said, um, maybe? Happy birthday to us, huh? The pig head. For the 10th anniversary, can someone on Devolver create an artwork or something like that with all the characters that Devolver published gamed, or some small free racing game like the Steam Publisher Weekend 2017 artworks? And I said, like, the one in the propaganda channel, because I guess there was an image in the propaganda channel, the uh, the 10th anniversary image, the Welcome to Devolver uh, that Terry made, which is gorgeous. Um, he makes such good stuff. Someone says, I'm playing Gato Roboto. I love it. But in handheld mode on the Switch, the vibrations can get very bad. Is there any plan on having an option for this so I don't have to turn it off for all games? And I said, no idea. Sorry. Frankie Fox 2468 said, Any price set for my friend Pedro? Please no joke answer. I'm legitimately wondering. And I said there is, but I can't tell you until it's announced. So one of the things about these questions, and uh, one of the things that gets a little uh, challenging, is people want me to give them secret information. Now, it's in the fact on the Discord that I can't tell you things that are unannounced. I can answer questions to the best of my ability, but I can't, I can't, you know, spill the beans that, you know, Flying Wild Hog is working on Shadow Warrior 3 and that sort of thing. It's just not allowed. <clears throat> but people ask such questions anyway. Uh, Annoyed Loki said, how do I give money to you guys? And I said, buy our games. Seems fairly straightforward. Pizza Mark, is there an old game series that you'd love to see brought back to life today? If so, would you rather it be a remaster with small tweaks, changes to polish the game, or a full remake Remake on it? And I said ActRaiser, total reboot. Also, the TV series Reboot is ripe for a reboot, but I hear, I heard later, maybe it was Robbie who even told me, that they did a reboot of Reboot, and it was awful. And that's sad. James Smith said, what is your favorite open world activity to do in life? And I said staring at trees. SP asked, do you regret the life choices that led you here? And I said, nope. Regret is futile. We can only learn and move forward. James Smith, do you ever wish that life gave you more than just lemons? And I said, when life gives you shit, sprinkle it with sawdust. Sprinkle it with sawdust and give it somewhere safe to compost. <laughs> Disabled Boar asks, let's assume you do a talk aimed at communities and developers alike. At these times, what would you think both should always keep in mind? And what would you tell the developers and fans separately? 
I answered, I spoke to Ruan from Free Lives, lead developer on Gorn, and he told me that the interaction between him and his community started in a wonderfully collaborative way. Fans were able to give him feedback, and he was able to make updates to the game the same day. It was all super slapdash, of course, textureless weapons and placeholders, but it was there the same day. At some point, though, the game had to leave the fun experimental stage, and Ruan and his team had to buckle down and do the hard work of polishing and expanding the game, so a lot of the old fans left the Discord, and since then it's been a normal fan club. For, de for devs, I'd say that an online community helping you to test your shitty game is a great opportunity, and it can be fun and rewarding for you both. It's like having a room full of cool people that you can holler into and be like, okay, try it now, and then they laugh their asses off as a badger gnawed everyone's nads off, and so on. For a community, I'd say be aware in advance that such fun times might have to slow down or come to an end after the more serious work of setting boundaries and polishing details begins. For science fiction, I'd say that someone could make a living as a pay-for-play subscription-based developer, where people pay the dev a monthly fee, and the people make requests for the dev to program shit into the game where the dev comes up with cool shit that people want to try. Hmm, apparently I got a little fantasy in there. SP, what's your favorite E3 moment of all time outside the Devolver-related things? And I said, uh, none? I don't, I don't experience E3 outside the Devolver-related things. And uh, Disabled Boar asked, Be honest, what reveal at E3 would actually get you shocked and happy? Probably a game you've wanted a while? And I said, no, like, seriously, I am incredibly, unbelievably ambivalent about E3. Like, shrug emoji. How's this for you? Is this all right? I don't, like, again, I don't really know what to do when I'm by myself. The questions answered... <laughs> oh, no. Apparently I get pretty philosophical on this one. On uh, June 17th, 2019, how am I doing on time? I, uh, I started pretty far back. I thought I'd, uh, oh yeah, we're not going to get to the current questions. <laughs> at JZR asks, when looking at possible games to publish, what is one X factor that is important to Devolver Digital that may not be important to other publishers, relating in particular to the studio that made the game? I'm interested because uh, this question comes up a lot, like what makes it a Devolver game? So I wonder what I said. And what I said was, I couldn't really tell you, could I? Like you said, it's an X factor, a non-predetermined variable, something that you see and you experience and you say, oh yeah, that's Devolver as fuck. There is a concept in Confucianism known as Ren. To quote, Wiki to quote Wikipedia, Ren, or Chinese, and then there's the Chinese symbol for it, is the Confucian virtue denoting the good feeling of virtuous human experiences when being altruistic. Ren is exemplified by a normal adult's protective feelings for children. It is considered the outward expression of Confucian ideals. It is often translated by Alan Watts as human-heartedness, representing those traits in ourselves and others which we intrinsically know to be quote-unquote good. Uh, and this is, I've left the Wikipedia quote. To describe Ren, to codify Ren to rules and laws is impossible. It is something which is grasped intuitively by every individual, yet roughly recognizable to us all. So it's like that. But instead of being virtuous, we pick games that are devolver as fuck. And there's a link to Rem Confucianism. <clears throat> uh, Thanos asked, Why Gato Roboto isn't for sale on GOG? And I said, I guess we just haven't signed a deal with GOG yet for Gato Roboto. 
James Smith, what's it like working with developers overseas? Are there more challenges that come with that, or is it the same as working with someone next door? And I said, in this day and age of near instantaneous communication, working with developers in other countries is generally not much different than working with devs in the United States. Getting out of country devs to shows requires more time and energy on their part because travel is hard on the human body. But other than that, and other predictable challenges, it's pretty normal. <clears throat> At Shy asks, when designing characters for a game, what do you think about first? The artistic side or the gameplay side? And I said, this was the last at everyone allowed to ask a question in the questions channel. They also seem to have left the server, so I won't bother telling them that we don't make the games. Domo Origato asks, how do I get a job? And I said, who cares? Just follow your bliss. Die in jubilant poverty if you can help it. It's not the most helpful answer, but I mean, what am I going to do? I, I don't know how to tell somebody how to get a job. At Solus, are there any plans to release some Devolver-published game soundtracks on GOG? Would be nice. Some have soundtracks available elsewhere, just not on GOG. And I said they're available on Steam. Some are available on vinyl, too. I don't know what to say. I don't handle which platforms and which um, partners, you know, games go on. And the reasons that games go on to different platforms and get signed with different partners is various for different games. May I ask you, may I ask, oh, sorry, Johnny asks, may you ask Crow Team about Serious Sam 4? Like, when will it go live or something? And I said, no, they don't care what anyone thinks. They're doing things their way, just like they've always done, because they're fucking rock stars. At the Tulsinator asks, if I somehow make it out to E3, can I moderate the Twitch chat with the ultimate authority and also a real hammer? And I said, that sounds terrifying. Scootyvark says, Would it be at least somewhat correct to say that Gathering of Developers, Gamecock and, Devol Gamecock, and Devolver are all different iterations of the same company mission? And I said, yes, at least somewhat. Soundtracks aside, some Devolver-published games on GOG are behind on updates, like bug fixes and the like, which is much more important. Could this be fixed, or is this something devs need to take care of? And I said, I would assume that those updates are already in the process of approval, but I don't know for sure, because I don't know. Uh, 112 asks, what is your favorite platforming game? You are not allowed to answer any of your own games. And then they did a little tongue-out face. So I said Ronin and did a little tongue-out face because that is a Devolver game and it's actually quite a good platformer. It's, it's a little weird. Grizzly2487, what is the number one advice you can give to new developers? And I said either love the shit out of what you're doing or be really fucking good at what you're doing. Optimally both. Most importantly, buckle down and do the work. At Johnny asks, any E3 games? And I, res I replied with a snoring emoji. I'm an asshole. But I, mean, what, I, can't, I can't tell anybody. Any, like, it's like, hey, we're going to have some reveals at E3. What are you going to reveal? Well, I'll just fucking tell you now. Like, come on. I can't do that. <clears throat> uh, have you planned future episodes of Behind the Schemes? And I said, I do believe that we plan to keep making them. Yes. Someone says, what's your favorite custom hotline Miami level? And I said, uh, <laughs> they're also not at someone, also didn't read the rules, and also left the server. All right. Uh, will Devolver host the first ever E4 conference? And I said, ZZZ. Although, I guess I was wrong, because we kind of did with D3. 
112 asks, which Devolver game have you played the most in the office? Alternatively, which one took the most playtesting? And I said, we don't have an office, because we don't. Uh, and there's not a lot of Devolver games that we all play together. A lot of our games are single-player experiences or local co-op. I did play the shit out of Absolver, though. And Enter the Gungeon. Man, I played the shit out of those. Uh, at SP asked, will Keanu be at your conference? And I said, always. And then there was a long window of time when uh, when the questions... Oh, that was... Uh, we we kind of stopped the questions for a while. Because uh, all those that I had left, I had had to sort through a lot of uh, annoying ones. So, uh, now we're on to April? January, February, March? Yeah, April 29th, 2020. Oh, man. Huh. Pause real quick. How am I doing on time? I might be able to get up to the modern. All right. Ibrahim Dev asks, is there a specific criteria for a game to get accepted to be published by Devolver? And I said, nope, but we do talk about what makes a good pitch deck in the second episode of the Fortcast. So we're two episodes of the Fortcast in at this point. Tinker Tyler asks, how many games that get pitched to Devolver through email actually get signed? And I said, some? I don't know. Speckle. Is the Forkcast, love the name by the way, going to be a regular thing now? I've been enjoying it so far and would love another podcast to start listening to. And I said, yep, new episode every Thursday, including tomorrow. And that actually includes tomorrow, because it's Wednesday now too, while I'm recording this. Uh, thanks for the love, Speckle. I'm glad you like the name. I came up with it. Uh, someone whose name is Google and then some Chinese or Korean characters? says, for the Hotline Miami Music Kit, did you reach out to Valve or did they reach out to you? And if you reached out to them, what made you what made you want a music kit in CSGO? And I didn't really know anything about this, but I told them I don't know the details of who contacted whom. All of our developers retain their IP rights, and a lot of these deals are made by the developers themselves. Many do go through Devolver, but yeah, there's a lot of these things going on. And yeah, sometimes third parties also approach both Devolver and developers themselves. So yeah, shrug emoji. Uh, Wilbur asks, does Devolver still feel like roguelikes are not a worthy enough genre to invest in, and does the quality of the pixel art of a game really matter, or can it be simple and effective like in Not a Hero? And I said yes, yes, and yes. Uh, uh, I also then commented that Not a Hero has excellent pixel art. Like you said, it's simple and effective. It's high quality. Wilbur asks, if a game, completed game, not a prototype or idea, was pitched to you, but it is very similar to some of the other games you have in your catalog, would you still work with the developer and aid in publishing it if it was a good game? And I said, this is not the place for me to help you vet your pitch. If you've got a pitch, send it to Devolver or any other publisher that you trust. The only way to find out is to try. A lot of folks, uh, for a while, and probably will continue, uh, try to get, like, some insight into, like, some further insight into, uh, you know, what makes their game good. And I feel like, I feel like it's almost like a kids coming up to the teacher and kind of trying to get their paper pre-graded or something like that. Like, hey, if this, but it's all very hypothetical. I don't, I don't, I don't look at, you know, nobody's sending me pitches. Um, and, and really my, my advice consistently is keep doing your work, keep practicing, keep making games, do game jams, play with people, enjoy it, have fun, 
if you can get it, you know, if you can study, you know, if you've got like, you know, a lot of community colleges do game development programs these days. I mean, it's, you know, do what you can, get interested. And if you've got a project, you're working on it, work on it and pitch it to other develop other publishers as well. Um, there's just so much, you know, just do it, just do it, you know, just believe in yourself, make what you want to make. And I'm thinking of Hotline Miami. I'm thinking of Denaton when I say that, you know. They just make what's good for them. They make the game they want to play. And if you're not, you know, if you're not someone who's, and I, I think most of these people aren't, you know, if you're not someone who's been in the industry and you've got experience of that business mindset of video games, then the best thing to do is follow your passion and make something, you know, you know make it good. You know, get people to play test it. But I, I, I think trying to think about a game like what will sell what will people like you know what 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 if you're if you if you have experience in that you can do that and get something that will sell uh and if you're geniuses you can go from that perspective and you can be like uh um and make enter the gungeon which was designed to be a popular game but it was also a game that they wanted to make like they they had enough experience to do both um, and they work so hard. There's so much work went into that game. And the same for the Hotline Miamis. Uh, you know, you, you, you make what you want. You make what's exciting for you, what's engaging for you, what's interesting for you. And maybe the first game you make is not wildly popular. Maybe nobody likes it, but you keep going and you keep going. It, I mean, if it's what you want to do, and maybe you leave it. Maybe you come back to it. I don't fucking know. That's the whole point. It's just, it's like... I, I want to have something that I can tell these folks, be like, hey, here's what you need. Here's the magic sauce. But there's not. There's no magic sauce. There's no genre of video game that's sure to get picked up. There's no art style of video game that's sure to get picked up. Like, there's nothing. There's no goddamn guarantees. You just make what you want to make. It's art. Hypothetically. You know, unless you get a job for... Bethesda or some shit. They've never seen art in their lives. At OSHA says, repeat, I don't know if it was ignored or not seen. Why are you guys called Devolver Digital? What made you choose this name over another? And this question comes up a lot, so the answers are always snarky, and it's usually this answer. And JM says, because Devolver Analog was already taken. Eli, is pitching games that are in development... Oh, this is May 7th. Is pitching games that are in development to you guys okay? Not like early stages, but I'm saying halfway done. And I said, yeah, most games we sign are still in development. Yannick asks, if Devolver had unlimited money and free private jets for all its employees and devs, where would Devolver build its office? And I said, with that kind of scratch, we could build as many offices as we want, but at least one would be in a castle in Europe somewhere, and at least one would be on a tropical island. Piskel says, sorry if my English is a bit janky, and I know it's a bit specific a question. But when choosing a game that has been pitched to you, is the game engine used to fact used a fact is the game engine used a factor you look into? And I said, not really. I mean, we might make note of it, but it's not a deciding factor in whether or not we sign a game. The real Garden Hood asks, how many episodes of the forecast do you plan on doing? And JM says, as many as it takes. <laughs> Wilbur. How busy are you guys with your current releases? And if you wanted to sign a game, would it be now or later? And I said, busy. Later is better for us. But when you're ready, start pitching everywhere. Don't put a hold on pitching your game because you think that it might not be the best time to sign up with Devolver. 
There's also no way of knowing when the actual best time would be, or the actual best conditions. All you can control is the quality of your game as you pitch it. Tortufao asks, If we want to contact you for something serious, is it better to send you an email? And if not, what is the best way to contact you? And I said, uh, email, I guess? No idea what you mean by something serious. May 13th. What if two publishers want your game? What if one replies two weeks late earlier? Do you tell them to wait? Or should devs sign the first contract they get? And I said, just be honest with the publishers and with yourself. If publisher A gets back to you sooner, but you really want to work with publisher B, who is dragging their feet, maybe let A know that you're still considering your options, and let B know that you're considering other options and need to hear back from them as soon as possible. Letting people know what your needs are is good and helpful for everyone. Just be professional, just be professional and polite while you do so. Respect yourself. You don't have to jump onto the first offer that someone makes you, especially if it's not a good fit for you. But at the same time, don't hold out for some perfect fantasy contract that you imagine might come your way. It's a balance. There's no perfect answer that will work for every dev in every scenario. Just be honest, be reasonable, and respect yourself. Wilbur asks, any chance we can post itch.io links to games we've made in a channel or two? Maybe a separate channel for prototypes made by others who would like to show their work to you. Granted, it would be flooded, though. And I said, I think this is already answered by the mods, but no, this isn't the server for that. There are lots of indie dev servers and formers out there where this sort of posting would be more at home. Thugboy asks, so when a developer decides to pitch a game, is the game required to be close to release, or can it be under development project, which just became good fun pretty enough to be proudly showcased but is it but it but it, but is still a lot of work away from full release and i said i get the distinct impression that you haven't read through any of the above answers and certainly haven't listened to the forecast where we talk about pitching and then i uh put the link to the second episode of the forecast episode two pitches get stitches I said you need a solid vertical slice and a clear plan. The further out from release you are, the stronger your credentials and your plan need to be. If you've never released a game before, it's a lot harder to put faith into a vague idea. And the Tulsinator pinned that message. Wilbur asks, <clears throat> or says, I've been asking serious pitchy questions so far. I suppose I might as well ask something else which I have been wondering about, though. The first time you guys saw Ape Out, did you think to yourselves at first, oh yeah, a Hotline Miami clone? And I said, nope. The first time I saw Ape Out, I lost my mind at the sheer physicality of the gameplay experience and the way that the rhythm of the drums permeated my experience of the game. Because it's really fucking good. Pope Lady. Being pretty small numbers-wise... Have you changed how you work with COVID-19? If you have changed, how? And if not, what's the best red wine... What's the best? Red wine sangria or white wine spritzer? I said, we've been lucky enough to have been minimally affected. We all already worked from home, but it does really suck that we haven't gotten to go to shows. It's our most regular opportunity to get together and see one another. Um, if I have to choose between one of those two, I will choose the white wine spritzer. May 14th, 2020. Red Eye Figure. Yesterday I listened to the forecast... Oh, this is a several-part question. Uh, yesterday I listened to the forecast episode 2, Pitches 
or stitches is what they call it. And I said, my condolences. And they said, if I was to pitch to you, which I don't know if I will, would you take my age into account? I'm 13, so I know that's a major no for a publisher. And I said, um, I think there's like laws and stuff that would probably make a big hurdle for any publisher. So my guess is that it would be a pass. But like if you submit something and it's unbelievable, unbelievably amazing, who knows? And then they, they, they further ask, also, how important is the actual one-sentence elevator pitch? I mean, I have to think that something like Dropsy or Gods Will Be Watching had a pretty hard time compacting. And I said, I promise you, there's a way to do it. It's not the most important thing, but it's good to have a hook. Dropsy, a point-and-click hug venture. Gods Will Be Watching, high-tension point-and-click science fiction narrative. Also, do you have a limit on how many games you as a publisher will submit a year, or do you just have a goal? And I said, neither. Shrug. A meme addict asks, Out of curiosity, say two people pitched very similar but good games. Would you put the two in contact with each other, or pick one of them and boot the other one, or have them both develop their games and have two very similar games on your release schedule? And I said, this is all getting way too hypothetical what-iffy. May 20th, Thanos. Will you release Sirius Sam 4 on GOG as well, and the previous chapters? And I said Sirius Sam 4 will be a Virtual Boy exclusive title. And I stand by that. May 23rd, The Pighead. Okay, music-related question. Have, have you ever planned to create official accounts on music streaming services, Deezer, Spotify? And I said all artists retain their rights to their respective pieces of music, so putting their music on such sites is their individual decision, so no. Wilbur. When Downwell was pitched to you, was it pitched primarily as a mobile game? And I said, Downwell was never pitched to Devolver. Nigel saw a gif of it on Twitter late one night while trying to get his infant son to go to sleep. That's true. May 25th, Annoyed Loki. What was one of the best pitches that you guys have gotten so far? And I said, all the ones that come to mind are still top secret, so I'll just say, enter the Gungeon. May 26th, Wilbur. Did you guys ever wonder if you'd get to this level of recognition by game devs and gamers alike? And I said, I certainly had no idea. I don't think anyone really knew how things would go. Just tried to stick to our principles, publish good games, and we've gotten lucky. May 30th, Archangel928. Could you raise the pri price of observation on Epic to fourteen ninety nine? And I said, I'm afraid not, friend, because they wanted to use the $5 uh, gift card or $10 gift card they were doing for their big sale. May 30th, Mustafa Fasula, please add my friend Pedro to GE Force Now, please. And I said this is not a request line. May 30th, Jax TSG, will there be DLC and more content added to Sludge Life? And I said, who knows? The game just came out two days ago. Oh, man, I do not get that. Games aren't even released yet. Games have just been released, and people are immediately looking for more content more to consume more to devour and it's wild it's like enjoy it <laughs> just take a moment to enjoy the present what you have now before you start fiending for what's next i'm very anti-hype uh i i don't care for hype myself um <clears throat> i was very happy in this last uh devolver direct that there was a very uh poking fun at hype message because hype is really i think it's really gross i think people use hype when they it's just so nasty hype and i know it's it's the way the world works but like just share a product share an idea share what's coming and if people get excited about it great I, but i think people get 
people create hype. They get so excited about these upcoming things that they just fixate on it. I, I don't understand it. And I think I think it blurs people's ability to enjoy things. Either they 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 overhype themselves and and whatever the, the, the game or the movie or the series or whatever it is doesn't live up to their expectations and they have very specific hyped up expectations or um, or they hype themselves up so much and they are so hyped that they can't see when they've been given something shitty. <laughs> like it's weird. Like they, they get something good and they're like, this isn't good enough or they get something shitty and they're, they're so in love with their hype. They're so afraid to let it go that they can't accept that what they've been given is trash. Um, I think so many things get away with being trash for this reason, that they have a hype culture built around them. I, I, I detest the stuff, hype. I also got burned pretty bad when I was young by hype by fucking Fable, which is a good game. It's a really good game, but man, they fucking lied and hyped the shit out of that game. Fucking Peter Molyneux. Fuck that guy. Uh, lied and said that there was so much stuff that that game was going to be that no game had ever been and it, like he was just like this is what it's going to be and then it was absolutely nothing like that and I was like oh you bastard anyway I don't like hype uh, June 1st Daisuke asks have you guys ever thought about making wanting to make your own game out of border, boredom of something and I said we would but then we'd have to go get a publisher and then they'd want to take a huge percentage of the profit and we'd have to fight them in court and that would take too much time away from naps. So nah. People keep asking if Devolver will make a game someday. I think it comes up again before I'm even done reading this. And it's weird because <laughs> like Uh, no <laughs> is our events planner going to suddenly become a programmer is our is our is the person in charge of our merch suddenly going to become an art artistic director on a you know on a game like like it's a it's an entirely different skill set it's an entirely different thing don't get me wrong people have hobbies like you know people do other things but but devolver as a company is never going to be like all right time for us to make a game now there's something pretty close to that, I guess, with the Devolverland Expo. But again, that's a Devolver-sponsored project. I mean, we did something last year. We did the uh, the, the 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 Devolver bootleg. We got um, Doinksoft to make that. So this year we got Flying Wild Hog to make a game. So we we commission work from artists from time to time, but we're never going to make something. If we did, we would be hiring someone else to bulk up Devolver to make something. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I don't it's it's just it's a strange question but it keeps getting asked at vaughn asks who made the hatful boyfriend body pillows for the humble bundle thing is there still a way to get a hold of one who do i need to email and i said sorry friend i have no idea how to help you with that i googled it i tried but i mean i don't fucking know uh june 2nd schmoo asks is carrion expected to be released this month and i said your answer can be found in the fact because in the fact i tell you that i can't tell you things that that aren't announced yet. Uh, Pirox asks, will there be a Devolver Direct this year? And I said, that's the plan. This was June 2nd. I mean, who knew how things were going to go? June 5th, Wilbur. Just a question, but I really need advice on this. Like how Broforce had old action heroes and changed their names, if a game had old school FPS characters and changed their names in a slightly similar manner, would that actually be allowed? And I said, look up fair use and parody laws in your country or region. 
Daisuke asks, how big is the urge to say, can I swear this is my show when recording the forecast? And I said, none at all. I think we just swear, don't we? We do, right? Mush asks, just a quick question. How long does it take for items to ship with the quarantine and everything? I ordered a Sludge Life hat the day before it released, and I just can't wait for it. And I said, shockingly enough, this is our first quarantine too. So, no idea. Hopefully normalish shipping times. Wilbur asks, what do you think about the situation with Take-Two and the developers of the Kerbal Space Program? And I said, no comment. Crying Psycho asked, I'm making a game that I'm very proud... Oh, this is... June 8th, not that you care. <laughs> I'm making a game that I'm very proud of and I'm pretty sure Devolver will like, but I live in Iran, which is under every kind of sanction by the USA, and I'm too broke to move to another country. So should I, like, you know, give up? Is there a way? And I said, never give up. I have no idea if we would be able to legally work with you. The only way to know is to send a submission, but never give up on your art. Box asked, should I stay tuned for something Shadow Warrior related? And I said, stay tuned to what? Do you get your video game news from a radio? An analog television? That's that's my way of saying that I can't reveal information. Oh, yeah. Box comes up a few times in a row. Asking about Shadow Warrior 3 before it's announced. Like, come on, guy. June 11th. Rice fried shrimp. Are you working with Denaton on their newest game in any way or plan on doing so? Some might have already asked this before. And I said, Denaton has a new game? Because I can't answer that question either. June 12th. Pyrox. Was there any game that you really wanted to publish, but for some reason you didn't? And I said, yep, that sort of thing happens once in a while. And then Box said, knock, knock. So I posted a link to the track Knock, Knock by Scattle from Hotline Miami. June 13th, Wilbur. If the game developer pitched to you seemed like something done before, or maybe done to death, but the developer clearly explained the game loop was, had a clear idea and understanding of what the game and overall final product was going to be, would you consider working with them? And I said, those are not disqualifying factors for consideration. Pardon me, I need to cough. I'm going to pause. Goodness gracious. It's hard when I'm the only one talking. Normally, Robbie just starts rambling about something and I just kind of sit in the back and wait Uh, Box said Shadow Warrior 3 in development yes and I said who's there because their last one had been knock knock red eyed figure oh this is this is this is just about stuff on the server hey uh, how did you program the thing in the factual information that unlocks the whole server if you click a button and I said we paid a cool nerd to make a bot Pyrox asks what is the most underrated game ever and I said Omnibus uh, June 17th, any genre among indies which you guys feel has grown stale? And I said, no. Rocktobot says, what is your favorite set of colors or color palette for games or designs? Have any DD games used it? And I said, uh, Downwell? There's a million, there's a bunch of palettes you unlock in Downwell. And I'm like, what am I, how am I going to answer that question? Uh, June 17th as well, Sentient Beef Mints. Hey, Devolver, just wanted to ask who's your favorite character in any of the games that you have pu- developed, published. Mine is Bunny Lord. And I said, ours is also Bunny Lord, because I, I, I don't know what to do with all these favorite questions. Uh, the Master Herald, if there was a vote for all the developers, what would their favorite game to work on be? And I said, what? The question doesn't make any sense. Do you know who we are, what we do, and more importantly, don't do at Devolver? Because we're not developers. Uh, Pyrox asked, do you want some Wang? And I said, no thanks, I have more than enough. 
Sentient Beef Mints. Hey, Devolver, will not a hero ever return? Also, what's your favorite thing to order in McDonald's? Will the first Hotline Miami game ever be released in Australia ever? And I said, hi. Not a hero, never left. It's still available. Don't eat McDonald's. Ew. And not if the Australian government has anything to say about it, because that's the reason there's no Hotline Miami there. <clears throat> June 18th. How long will this year's Devolver Direct approximately be? And I said, why? You got somewhere else to be? Wilbur, are all the Shadow Warrior questions here actually just hints from the developer that a third game is in the works? And I said, nope, it's just the same two people asking questions I'm not allowed to answer over and over and over and over again. Which got Box excited. Uh, June 19th, not allowed, which means there's something going on over there. Wink, wink, smirk. And I said, it's already been announced that Flying Wild Hog and Devolver are working on something detective. I cannot comment on what that something is or isn't. And then Box said, will there be a Devolver press conference? And I said, yes. Do you even follow Devolver on Twitter? And I linked the Devolver tweet that came out almost at the same time that said that that, that, that there was going to be a press conference. People don't like to do the reading. Ice Lantum. Hey, yeah, just wanted to ask if there are any plans for Absolver. Love the game. And I said, I love that game too. Sadly, I don't think that there are any plans to do more with it. But you might want to head over to their Discord. There's a link in the Games Hub. I really do wish that they would do more with Absolver. So good. So fucking good. <clears throat> I personally have been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto online lately. Uh, and man, the only thing that would make that game way cooler is if there was like martial arts. So it was like the fucking Matrix and shit. You like got cars, you got guns, and then you got like fucking wah, wah, wah. That shit would be excellent. If you haven't played Absolver, by the way, it's really fucking good. At Death asks, is Carrion still being developed? And I said, yep, this is June 22nd. Wilbur says, did you guys at Devolver or the developers at Free Lives receive any copyright infringement notices because of parodying those action heroes in Broforce? And I said, not to my knowledge. Speckle, okay, so I know you guys only published it and it didn't actually develop it, but I don't care. I need to know when the Omnibus Squeakwell is releasing. Thanks. And I said, the release date for Carrion will be announced soon enough. <laughs> Death said, how are you guys doing with the whole COVID-19 thing? And I said, we're all right, working from home, wearing our masks, socializing our distances. June 23rd, Sentient Beef Mince asks, favorite Broforce character? Best to play, best design. And I said, as a corporate entity, Devolver's favorite character is the money you paid to play the game. Crying Psycho. When I pitch a game to Devolver through fork at devolverdigital.com, about how long does it take for Devolver to reply? How can I know for sure if Devolver did actually play the game but didn't like it or hasn't played it yet? And I said, uh, I don't really know what our reply times generally are, and I guess there's no way to know for sure, but we do try to reply to folks. Also, the new way to submit is pitch.devolverdigital.com. June 23rd, Death asks, will you guys be releasing Carrion on the Steam summer sales? And I said, for such questions, please reference the fact. Then they said, can you tell me something? Oh, and then I said, <laughs> I guess I then quoted the fact where I said, can you tell me something secret about upcoming title, even though you haven't made any public announcement about it yet? And I say, no, we release information in a structured way that helps to properly promote our tiles and ensure that hype is generated at an appropriate rate. So when we're ready to release the info, you'll hear about it with everyone else. Samcraft Recon, have you ever had people asking about Nintendo Direct as they have mistaked Devolver Direct for being Nintendo Direct? And I said, no. Red-Eyed Figure, can you tell me something secret about upcoming title even though you haven't made any public announcement about it yet? And I said, no. They were being cute there, you see. 
Wilbur, does Devolver still publish mobile games? Example, Witch Eye, Hugsy. And I said, yes, except whatever Hugsy is, that's not us. I assume they meant Dropsy. June 24th, The Pighead. So, at first, glad to see since some months that our questions had regularly answers again. And at second, if some Devolver-related characters were rappers, who would, who would they be? If you wonder, yes, this is a serious question. And I said, one, yeah, things settled down now that people can't see... Excuse me, can't see each other's questions being asked. It isn't a troll festival. And I said, two, whoever you want them to be, make some fan art, you decide. Because what? What am I... The rappers? What? Sam Sepial, does Sludge Life will remain at Epic Store? Can I buy it on Steam in the future? And I said, someday in the future, you can buy it on Steam. Someday. Crying Psycho, can I provide an itch.io link for the game demo part of the pitch instead of Dropbox or Google Drive? And I said, yep, that's what the etc. is for on the pitch form. Annoyed Loki says, are you tired of answering questions? And I said, not really. Some of them show a lack of effort on the part of the asker, and some are a little silly, but pretty much all of the questions seem to be earnest and asked in good faith. So yeah, I'm liking it much better than the first time we tried this. And then Pyrox asks, what didn't you like the first time when you tried to answer questions? And I said, because most of the questions were trolly ones, and it was hard to tell the difference between those and the real questions. And so I found it harder to formulate my responses accordingly. I never want to hurt someone's feelings by squashing them when they ask an earnest question. It caused me a lot of anxiety. Uh, Sentient Beef Mince asked, I saw the video you did, the VO you did, what? Oh, I saw the video you did VO on for Fall Guys. If you've played, how fun was it and how fun was doing the VO? And I said it was quite fun and the VO was fun too. Just yelling some random nonsense into a microphone. June 25th, Wilbur asks, have you ever considered going into voice acting professionally? P.S. The voice acting for the Mage and the Fork cast was amazing. So thanks again for that, Wilbur. And I did say thanks, Wilbur. Uh, and yes, I do have a, uh, a, a voice acting page. It's, w, it's rhymeswithmayhem.com. I think you can do www.rhymeswithmayhem.com as well. They both go there. Red-Eyed Figure asks, how many people work at Devolver? And I said 20-ish. Kyle L. said, hey, I was wondering how one goes about pitching games to Devolver. Do you just email Fork at Devolver Digital with the full pitch, or is there a process? Thanks so much. Edit. Um, I found the answer in the answer section. Uh, thanks again. I said, I'm glad you found what you were looking for. Kyle L. Okay, I got a much better question. Does Devolver prefer receiving pitches for projects that are unannounced but have potential for a big reveal, or do you prefer projects with an existing community that shows some pull? And I said, depends on the project. Shrug. Because, I mean, either is fine. June 26th, Paddlefruit asks, If we are invited to a beta for one of y'all's games, is there anything we shouldn't disclose to non-beta participants? And I said, probably supposed to keep it all secret, especially if it's any of the currently running betas. And it's actually, I think, in the rules of the betas that you're not supposed to talk about the betas outside of the actual, like, beta discords or whatever. June 27th, Red-Eyed Figure, why are games like Breach and Clear and Knocked not on your main page? And I said, because we're no longer working with them. Ibrahim Dev asks, Jam, are you the only one that answers our questions, or do others sometimes answer them as well? If you're the only one, thanks a lot. And I said, yep, you're welcome. July, no, June, yeah, July 3rd, we're getting there. Rant Queen asks, what's your favorite game that you have published? It can be based on anything, if you just like the art, music, or something. And I said, it's hard to say. Absolver is one of my absolute favorites. It's one of the coolest, most ambitious games I've ever played in my life. Downwell, however, is a perfect game. Like, perfect. Dropsy is beautiful and unique and filled to bursting with wholesome joy. So yeah, I like a lot of them the best. 
Uh, Sentient Beef Mints asks, is it true that you're a Joe star? And I posted a gift that I'm sure nobody got, but it's from an episode of The Simpsons where Homer is pretending, he's making up a name. He's like, I've got this friend, Joey, Joe, Joe, Joseph Shabadoo. And Mo says, that's the, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard in my life. And then this guy at the end of the bar starts crying and runs out. So that's that's my answer to being asked if I'm a Joe star from JoJo's Wacky Adventures. Red Eye Figure. I submitted a form for the Devolver Beta Squadron around three months ago and never heard back. Will I get a response or does Devolver not respond to all entries? And I said, I don't know. Maybe your application hasn't been processed. Maybe it was rejected. Please try again. I don't know. Wilbur asks, for a mobile game, even if it's not too original, do you feel that it has to have the smoothest and most sati- do you feel that if it has the smoothest and most satisfying controls, then it's all it really needs? And I said, please stop running your vague ideas by me. These questions are unanswerable or meaningless or both. Just make whatever you're making and then make more. Follow your bliss. Chat with other dev hobbyists and get their opinions on your work. July 6th. How many copies did Katana Zero sell on Steam? And I said seven and a half, because I, I don't know. Felix to Housecat. How do I get removed from the Steam beta list? And then I told them that nobody cares about that. Dogs, dog space, no face. Asking for a sad boy who recently got into vinyls, and maybe this isn't the right place to ask, but is there any possibility in the future that there might be another reprint of the Hotline Miami vinyls? And I said, yes, there is that possibility, but apparently I'm wrong, and there's not that possibility. Sentient Beef Mints asked, in an election, would you vote for the Pedro emoji, the Richard emoji, or the Bunny Lord emoji? Also, what's your favorite Devolver published character? And I replied with a sleeping emoji, because... Red-Eyed Figure asked, can you add a Pikuniku channel? And I said, I can, but I won't because it isn't necessary and we have way too many channels on the server as it is. Some of these are Discord-related. Uh, Vel, what do you mean 7.5? You mean 7,500? I mean that I'm not answering any of that question. It sold a lot. July 7th, Rainboy, have you ever had thoughts about making a real movie that can be shown in the cinemas all over the world? And I said, yeah, duh, who hasn't? And uh, Red-Eyed Figure said, how are you doing? And I said, teetering on the brink of despair as an epidemic of belligerent, hateful stupidity ravages my already hateful and stupid country by exacerbating a deadly disease and facilitating the violent actions of militarized bullies who pretend to be police officers. I am terrified that things will change beyond recognition into something even worse, and equally terrified that things will settle into the same stagnant, suffocating morass of racism and complacently that has plagued this nation since its inception. Unless you meant how is Devolver Digital, the corporate entity, doing, in which case the answer is wonderful. We're very excited to have new games to show you this Saturday on the Devolver Direct. Please join us on Twitch for what is sure to be a marvelous marketing opportunity. Rainboy asks, have you ever had thoughts about making a real movie that can be shown in cinemas all over the world? And I said, did you know that we used to publish movies? We did. We tried our darndest. And then someone in the, the Discord posted a link to, uh, I guess they're still somewhere. I think, was it GOG? Uh, they're not on Steam anymore, which is a bummer. But yeah, we, apparently there's, you can still buy some Devolver digital published films. Hypnospeaker, if you publish a game, are you more likely to publish another game from the same developer, or is it a strictly game-to-game basis? And I said, depends on how well we all get along. And it's true. If you like working with people, you like working with them again. July 8th, Red-Eyed Figure. Will Devolver actually make a game ever? And I said, no. And this is uh, the questions from yesterday, so it looks like we got through it. There's quite a few of them, so uh, here we go.
Colonel Panic asks, can you publish the pre-stream playlist using the direct stream? And I said that music was actually Twitch's, so we don't have access to it. Matinus says, where did the idea come from for the big fancy press conference slash Devolver Directs? And I said, from the press conferences that we were making fun of. More specifically, though, from the brilliant mind of Nigel Lowry. And I should include Don Thacker for the specifics, but I, I, I guess the original idea is, is Nigel's, both times. I mean, <clears throat> he's, he's, a, he's a wizard. Shark, but also a cowboy, asks, Hey, Devolver, are you guys doing going to do another crazy post-show stream this year? They're always amazing. And I said those were actually put on by Twitch. It was the Twitch pre-pre-show. We were just the first guests on right after the press conference. Glad you liked it, though. And that was encouraging for me, because that means they saw Mr. Meatless. Uh, and, I, you know, I whined a few episodes back about people not knowing who Mr. Meatless was, and I was being a little whiny, and uh, it's not true, you know. Uh, so, sorry for whining. Um, Braden says, if consoles adapted better keyboard and mouse compatibility, would it revolutionize gaming? And I said, uh, sure. Sentient Beef Mints says, do corporate entities have birthday parties? Also, how fun was it to film the 4th of July Broforce video? And I said, yes, we had our 10-year birthday party at E3 in 2019, and shooting the music video was pretty fun. I got to lip sync and be goofy and do a bunch of dumb stuff. You mean the Ballad of Rambo, right? Rambro, right? At Vel, what is your favorite game ever? And I said, whichever Devolver game you're currently purchasing. Persona 4 Golden on the Xbox 2 is this person's name, and they said... I don't know what channel to put this in, but I saw the Beans team on the Devolver stream, and I'm on the website right now, and I love this 90s, thousands-ish audio. Where can I download it? And I said, from the 90s, but you'll need a dial-up or DSL modem. Thony uh, has this really long paragraph, and uh, I'll just skip it. And then uh, the last one is, Vel, how do you judge a game to publish it or not? And I said lots of things. Art, gameplay, soundtrack, who's making it? How much will it cost? Is it fun? Does it have that something special that makes it a Devolver game? Blah, 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 blah. And that's all the questions that have been answered in the last year on the Devolver Digital Discord. <sighs> well, I hope that you've enjoyed this this filler episode of uh, the forecast. Um... I hope it's been all right just being me. Sorry uh, we didn't end up with a guest this week, and uh, we all hope Robbie gets better. I think I checked the forecast, hashtag forecast mentions on Twitter before I hopped on, and I didn't see anything new there, but you can always hashtag forecast us if you have questions on Twitter. You can join our Discord, uh, and you can ask questions in the channel there if you'd like, and uh, I will answer them. And, uh, yeah... So, uh, that's the show, I guess. Thanks. <laughs>